and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for January 2nd, 2020. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. So first of all, Happy New Year to all. To all. Okay, now I've got two new videos up on the blog. The first one is from Tuesday's Ryzen Show in Tokyo at the Saitama Super Arena. Uh, it is uh, Ayaka Hamasaki defending her Ryzen Super Atomweight Championship against uh, Korea's Ham Seo Hee. So it's been a while since these two have fought. Uh, you know, Ham has improved a lot in those years. and She could probably still be in the UFC if she wanted, but she can make more money uh, fighting at home in Korea. She is the current Road FC Atomweight Champion. Now, at age 37, Ayaka may be slowing down a bit. I thought her win over Jin Yu Fry uh, a few months ago was a snooze fest. Now, the match is three rounds, and keep in mind the judging is for the whole fight, not by the round like we do here. So it's a close fight. I scored round one 10-9 for Ayaka. I thought she scored more with her jab, and Ham seemed to have trouble finding her range. So Ayaka gets a takedown in round two, but she makes the mistake of allowing Ham to apply a triangle. Now, though it was never close to a submission, Ham landed punches to the head. Uh, Ayaka needed to get out of it because it looked bad. So I scored a 10-9 for Ham. Now, in the third round, Ham seemed to break Ayaka's nose early in the round. Later on in the round, Ayaka got one of those dreaded headlock takedowns, and though Ayaka landed punches to the head, she was stuck because if she tries to advance her position, she could give up her back. So she made it, wrote it out to, to the end. And I scored the round 10-9 for Ayaka because of the control, but I thought Ayaka needed to take a risk to get a decisive win. And, and that's been a problem in, in Ayaka's recent mat fights. She, she's playing it safe. And, and I think poor decisions cost her this fight, as the judges scored it for Ham Sohi by split decision. It was close, so a rematch is likely in the cards. The fight was okay, uh, but I didn't think either fighter was aggressive enough for me. So you, what you can do is you can uh, check out the video on my blog, okay? And uh, I wanted to mention one other match from uh, this weekend in Japan. Uh, on uh, fr on uh, Saturday night, uh, there was a Bellator uh, meets Ryzen show uh, on uh, Paramount TV, Paramount Television. And uh, one of the matches on that show was at flyweight. It was uh, Japanese fighter Kana Watanabe against Brazilian fighter uh, Ilara Joani. And... Um, uh, Kana won the fight with a, a third round uh, a TKO, ground and pound, and that sort of thing. And the thing I wanted to talk—I wanted to talk about her a little bit. I think she's a very good athlete. I think uh, I feel about her about a lot of uh, Japanese fighters. She get the hell out of Japan. Go train in the U.S. where she can get better opposition. And this is a big problem. Um, I think we'll see her again in Bellator because, uh, according to uh, what I've, um, uh, what's, according to Scott Coker, he may want to do a flyweight tournament in 2020. Now, meanwhile, Ryzen owner uh, Nobuyuki Sakabara was talking about possibly having uh, Kana face uh, either Rin Nakai or Shizuka Sugiyama. Okay, so what I think we might see is kind of a mix of those two ideas and possibly see 
a couple of Japanese fighters involved in the um, in a, a tournament in Bellator. So that's a, a very good possibility, I would think, because uh, uh, you know Coker loves tournaments, okay, and uh, Sakakabara wouldn't surprise me if he's willing to go along with with what Coker wants to do. But you know, Kana is a good athlete. I mean, she's strong, especially for her size, but there's just not enough competition uh, in um, Japan, you know, for her to improve enough, in my opinion. And, and I think what the plan is, as far as the tournament for Bellator, is if they do one, it's not going to be for the championship. It'll be for the next challenger to the championship. And they probably have enough fighters where they can do that, okay, especially if they had Kana and... Um, um, and uh, Rin, okay? So I, this is what I would expect anyway, okay? Now, the second video that we have up on the blog is from last night's AEW show. It is Riho versus Hikaru Shida versus Britt Baker versus Nyla Rose. And this was supposed to be Riho defending her AEW Women's Championship against Chris Statlander. But AEW didn't realize that Chris was booked elsewhere. So they're going to do that next week, and that's probably when the title could change hands. I didn't expect that uh, this week. Uh, you know, the match is okay. It's a fairly typical four-way match. I'm not a big fan of those type of matches. If you uh, have read my stuff in the past, you probably know that. And, uh, you know, it goes back and forth and back and forth, and Nyla attacks before the start of the match, but uh, Hikaru hits her with a kendo stick followed by an enziguri. And there were some good things and some not-so-good things. Nyla is just way too slow, just lacks complete quickness. And uh, it was notable, especially when Hikaru got hung up in the ropes for, it seemed like forever before uh, Nyla kicked Hikaru to the floor and then put her through a table. So at one point, Hikaru hit a Michinoku driver on Nyla for a near fall and fans were audibly disappointed. You could hear them say, he could hear them be disappointed. They wanted a title change. Okay, so the finish had Riho win with a flash pin on Britt. And afterwards, Nyla put Riho through a table, and later on in the show, uh, Britt attacked uh, Riho during an interview segment. Like I said, we could see a title change ne next week, but we could see the various flaws, you know. The problem with Riho is her offense is so limited. She really doesn't have much in the way of offense. She sure as hell can take bumps, but she need, she, her offense is very limited. And I don't see how turning Britt Baker heel does anything for her. She's still bland. And, and Nyla is a big girl. She's just very slow. So again, that will be next week on AEW Dynamite. All right. Now, I always, uh, anyone familiar with my blog will know that I always celebrate the new year by naming my female fighter of the previous year. So the fighter of the year for 2019 is UFC strawweight champion Weili Zhang. Now, Weili is the first Chinese UFC champ. It's a big deal partially because the UFC has invested a lot in mainland China by building a UFC performance institute. Now, they have signed several Chinese fighters, but there's no question that Weili has exceeded all expectations. She was born August 13, 1989, in Handan, Hebei, China, but she lives in Beijing. She got into martial arts training while working as a fitness instructor. Her trainers are Zhujun Kai and Pedro Jordao for Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. 
Whaley's record is 20-0 after losing her 2013 debut fight. Whaley says she got angry and vowed that she wouldn't allow that to happen again. Since then, she has been a wrecking machine. For most of her early career, she fought for the Chinese company Kunlun, and she won the KLF Strawweight Championship in May 2017. Now, the competition level in Kunlun is, is actually decent considering it could be difficult to get fighters to go to China. Now, her best-known opponent, uh, who she beat, was probably Emi Fujino, and that was actually at a Kunlun show in Japan. Okay. Now, after some title defenses, it was inevitable that Weilei would sign with the UFC. So her UFC debut was at UFC 227 in Los Angeles against Danielle Taylor. Unfortunately, her coaches were unable to get visas to come with her, now, that could have been a disaster, but Oeli showed her resolve, and though she was disappointed to not get a finish, she won by unanimous decision. Her next fight was in China against the veteran Jessica Aguilar, and this is the fight that got a lot of attention uh, for Oeli because she destroyed a proven veteran fighter in the first round and finished her with an armbar. So she followed this up with a unanimous decision win over Tisha Torres at UFC 235 in Las Vegas. So the UFC's original plan was for Oeli to fight Michelle Watterson on the main event of the August 31st uh, China show. When Michelle's husband slash manager claimed that Haley wasn't well known enough, the UFC asked Jessica Andrade if she would defend the UFC strawweight championship in China. She said yes. And after Haley finished Jessica in less than a minute, she became the UFC strawweight champion, a star is born. So for this performance and also for her ability to finish fights, Wei Li Zhang is my 2019 Fighter of the Year. She will make her first title defense against Joanna Iradicic on UFC 248 March 7th in Las Vegas. Wei Li is training at Rufus Sport in Milwaukee to prepare for this. Should be very interesting. And don't be surprised if New England Patriots quarterback Tom Brady is in attendance as he may be Wei Li's most famous fan. Okay, that's about it for today. Uh, UFC is still off until the middle of the month. Uh, I'm not sure what's going to be happening in uh, the uh, WWE and uh, that sort of thing. Now, one thing I want to uh, alert you guys uh, is that as of Monday, I will be on jury duty. <laughs> All next week, I have to go downtown to the University Avenue Courthouse in downtown Toronto. You say, how do you get there with a wheelchair and everything? Well, I can take the transit. I take the transit, uh, regular transit everywhere. So I do uh, take the bus and the subway. And I uh, just have to make sure I get up early enough to get, up, to get down there. Uh, I have to do my song of the day still and everything like that. And uh, I should be able to do that. shouldn't be a big problem. But uh, so I don't know uh, how much I'll be able to do on the blog other than the song of the day. Um, I'll, I'll depends what's happening. You know, you never know about these things. Hey, don't forget to check out those two videos on my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. If you have any questions or comments for the blog or my podcast, please leave them on Anchor's voicemail. And if you want to subscribe to the podcast, you can do so at Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and Spotify. Have a good weekend. We'll talk to you later.